Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Ask Get This Girl a Job. Uh, today, we'll be talking about internships and transitioning from the school year into the summer and whatever your plans are for that, as well as the theme of our last two podcasts, being a good mentee. Katie and I'm Rosanna and we're your hosts for this week. Over the last couple weeks uh, we had two awesome guests Maya and Leah. I had the opportunity to interview Maya who uh, graduated from UChicago um, and thought she was going to um, study film and uh, pursue her passion uh, creatively but after the 2016 presidential election uh, she took a step back and reconsidered her options and decided that she was called to be a teacher. So completely switched her path and now like teaches preschool kids in um, Washington, D.C. And I had the opportunity to interview Leah Fulmer, who graduated from the University of Wisconsin-Madison in May of 2017 with a double major in astronomy and Spanish. Uh, she now works as a data reduction specialist at the National Optical Astronomy Observatory in Tucson, Arizona, and is going back to grad school at the University of Washington this coming fall to study astronomy. She talks about being a good mentee in the sense that she's sought out a lot of mentors in her life that she keeps coming back to for advice on grad school and um, other personal challenges she's facing. Um, as well as how to survive disappointment when you don't get into that internship of your dreams. Awesome. Awesome. There were two really fantastic episodes. Um, so if you haven't heard them, make sure you go back and check them out. So now we have our questions for this week. And our first question comes from Jenna, who attends the University of Chicago. And she asks, what do I do if I don't hear back from a job by the time they said they would get back to me? So I think this is something that we can all relate relate with it's in some sense that um, either grades don't come back on time or, you know, just things fall through. So um, and a good way to approach this would be to just politely email the uh, person who interviewed you and say, hey, you know, I thought I um, you, you mentioned when we spoke that I would hear back by this time. I really appreciate your consideration and really look forward to hearing back from you. I don't know if you'd add anything else to that, Rosanna. Um, I mean, I think that's perfect. And if you don't get an email back, um, I would, you know, part of it is just being understanding that um, they have other, other things going on and that um, at points like there will be busy moments where they won't be able to respond to you right away. Um, but just, you know, every, like, even if it's a week after that and you still don't hear back, send another email, um, make sure if you have a deadline, um, from a competing offer or anything else that you need to move forward with, you're really explicit about when that deadline is as soon as you have it. So if that means sending a follow-up email immediately, um, or, letting them or asking them what their timeline is on it. Um, even if they don't get back to you, I find that those are really helpful steps in moving the process along. Absolutely. All right. And our second question today comes from Caitlin, who attends Tulane University. And 
Caitlin asks, how significant is a minor in expanding job opportunities? Rosanna, I'll let you tackle this one because my school actually doesn't have minors as an option. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is actually a really great question because today I declared both of my minors. Um, and I think that what I would say is um, that it really depends on what your minor is in and how different it is from your major um, for what it can bring to the table. Um, I think it's really important to keep in mind that it's not as much the degree um, or like the label on your certificate as it is like having the skills that you learned from those classes. If you're looking at a job in technology or business or science, um, that's really the key. Um, so being able to say, I took this class and you can even list the classes at the top of your resume. Like I put applied regression analysis and uh, introduction to categorical data analysis, um, which are like, big high level in addition to the skills like good ideas for the person reading your resume um to cue them into the skills that you have and the legitimacy of those school skills so um and, and in many ways i would say that choosing a minor is um very much a personal choice and if it's you know it could be something that expands um your knowledge in a very different direction. Um, so one of my minors is actually Latin American studies, um, which is very different from the economics and statistics that I study most of the time, but it provides um, a level of interest. And um, I, I find in job interviews is a really good platform to have a conversation um, about something that we have in common or bring up the fact that I am a Latina and that's something I'm really passionate about. Um, and so that's generally the way that I find them playing into things. Um, and it's a really great, great way to like legitimize your skills in an area. But at the end of the day, the skills are the most important thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that made a lot of sense. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So as you guys know, uh, every Ask Get This Girl a Job episode um, comes with a two-minute tip from um, career counselor Alita Miranda Wolf, um, who always has great advice. So um, here is the question that she answered today. you go about developing a mentor-mentee relationship? So whether you're in an internship or a summer job or even a full-time job, the first thing you want to identify is who would you want to learn from and who are you learning the most from? Who has access to some knowledge or skill or advice that you think is necessary to grow yourself? And do you get along with that person? Could you spend time with that person? If the answer is yes to both, then it's all about doing the best work that you can to help that person. It's always give to receive. How can you be helpful? So start from that place of service, of really going above and beyond on a project, or if they're not on your team, volunteering to help them, going out of your way to like their blog posts or follow them on social, and then strike up a conversation that's really genuine and intentional and say, I want to be like you for these reasons. This is what I'm trying to grow myself into. I'd really appreciate if I could spend more time with you. I'm going to have very specific 
intentional questions every time. I'm going to drive those meetings. I just want to learn. You have now established a mentor-mentee relationship. The way that you keep that relationship going and you drive the most value on both sides is that you show up prepared. You focus always, 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 always on your desired outcome in the meeting so that they know the direction you want to go in. You follow up. So when you, when you ask them for advice, you better act on it. If you're not ready to do that, you're not ready for a mentor. So if they tell you to do something, go out and do it and let them know how it worked. Say thank you. Write thank you notes via email. Handwritten thank you notes I think are even better. Take charge of the calendar, so make sure you're the one scheduling the meetings. And after that job or internship is over, keep checking in. That is super important because there are going to be a lot of competing responsibilities and opportunities, and you want to remain in focus. But if you do that and you keep those meetings going, that person is going to be loyal to you because they feel invested in your growth, and it makes them feel special. That's really how you do it. Huge thanks to Alita and um, really all of the people who have helped us out this um, all of our this season. So all of our guests um, and especially Stephanie Doris who designed our logo and uh, Parker Me who edited um, our episodes um, and of course a huge thank you to you Katie um, because this is our last episode of um, our first season and it has been a wild wild ride um i remember in december during finals week i had this um dream of a of, of a podcast that, saw, that helped women learn about internships and gain more confidence um and learn about the really twisted and like winding road getting um from your first day of college to your first job and figuring out what you want to do um and i am so so grateful to everyone who to katie who jumped right in um and was so excited about everything i was <laughs> pitching to her even though she was in the middle of her exams and um all of the people along the way who have been incredibly supportive and kind in um helping us make this dream a reality. Um, and all to all of you who have listened and sent in questions and um, just been really excited about the stuff we were creating. Uh, I can't tell you how much it means to us. Yeah, and I'll just echo what you just said, Rosanna. I really appreciate how much you've put into this and how um, passionate you are from the start in terms of adding this onto your blog and making this truly um, be a success in terms of um, the new demographics we're reaching for this important topic. So I've really enjoyed working with you and being your friend for the last four years and getting to share that with everyone else as well. So thank you to all our listeners and to all of our guests as well. And um, can't wait to see what's in the future for us. Mush balls. Okay. Okay. Mushy. Gush. Gush. Okay. <laughs> Time for our 25th hour lifestyle moment. Oh, God. Uh, should I talk about the disastrous physics exam? <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, I should. I think you got it. I think it's important. I think got it. All right. Hit us, Katie. All right, guys. So today's time for real talk in our 25th hour lifestyle. 
because I just went through a terrible finals exam period last week. I am now at home with my dog in Iowa, but uh, last week I was definitely living my 25th hour lifestyle to the extreme. Um, so I took a very rough physics exam, three and a half hours of me staring at equations and not really understanding why my studying did not seem to match it, match up with what showed up on my final. So after that, you know, I took some time to reflect and, you know, kind of question my life decisions as a physics major, maybe a little bit. Um, but after thinking a lot, I, you know, I thought back to my time in AP physics as a junior in high school. And, you know, I didn't quit then when I got C's. Uh, and then I worked my way up to a good grade in that class. I didn't quit freshman year after terrible exams. I didn't quit sophomore year. And so why would I quit now after just one bad final? So then after that, I went and um, ordered a pizza with all my astronomy friends and worked on my final project until I physically could not stay awake any longer for a different class. And um, basically had a very solid 48 hours of work, despite having many emotions about this physics exam. Um, and so I was able to pull off yet another wild finals week and um, get to sit back and relax now because of it. So. We'll see how it goes in the future, but it's exciting that that's done for now. Yeah, I totally get what you mean. I've had exams like that too many times. Um, oh, yeah. I'm so yeah. proud of you for making it through this year. Um, and oh, what a tough quarter and what a tough exam. Um, but you made it. I'm good. Yeah, yeah um, I'm excited to hear your 25th hour lifestyle. It has been a really great week. Um, I like was very fortunate to have my mom come into town as like a belated Mother's Day um, trip and we spent so I managed to get all my um, work done beforehand um, or I tried to I guess my 25th hour lifestyle moment was when on Sunday night I realized I had put like 25 hours into a problem set and still hadn't made any progress and knew my mom was coming and that there's no way that this problem set should have taken this long, even though I had read every paper and every article um, associated with it and Googled all the math and the code and still couldn't um, translate it um, into what I needed it to do. And so I emailed the professor and was like, I don't know how to move forward, but I need an extension. and because I, I just don't know what to do. And he um, emailed back and was like, there's no way this should have taken you that long and like rearranged his schedule on Monday so that we could like sit down with my entire problem set group and uh, finish the problem set, him and my group <laughs> before um, my mom landed <laughs> a couple hours later. Um, it was like a really wild moment and I'm so appreciative for all the support, but it really wouldn't have happened had I not just been like, I need help. Um, and so that was, that was a good 25th hour lifestyle moment, I think. I love that. Yeah. Because you know when to admit when you need help, but also you have to sometimes rely on those angel professors to get you through. Um, so yeah. two very positive things. Yeah, it was a good week. Um, I guess that's it. That's our last episode of uh, Get This Girl a Job for the first season. Um, again, we are so appreciative for everyone's help and support. 
over the last year. Um, but we have one huge favor to ask you, our listeners. Um, Katie and I have put together a uh, listener survey so you can tell us how you um, felt about the first season of the podcast and whether or not you'd be interested in hearing more for, from us or if you'd be interested in getting different um, kinds of content. Um, so all of that is uh, in the link in the description of this episode. Uh, please, please fill it out. It would make our lives um, so much easier and help us do a better job of connecting with you and getting you the content that you really need and answering your questions. Um, so please uh, check that out. It'll take less than, I don't know, five minutes um, and would mean the world for uh, our episodes. Absolutely. Yes. Go take that survey. Help us improve. <laughs> um, yeah. And just as always, make sure you rate and like these episodes and um, subscribe because it helps us to better understand. Um, it helps other people find our episodes and um, helps us to figure out what we're doing well. And um, we really, really appreciate every bit of feedback that you can give us. Um, so stay tuned on, um, keep checking back on my blog, xoxervizana.com, um, to learn a little bit more about what's next for Get This Girl a Job. Um, I'm sure we'll have an announcement soon um, after we take in your uh, thoughts and opinions about how we wanna move forward. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.